Welcome to the show. I'm Grant Cohn. That's one half of 49-365. JB, Jesse Brooks. You should know him. He's been in the game. I mean, he's been a podcaster longer than me. Also, he does it with his cousin, Biamichi. Yes, sir. Man. Couldn't be here this time, but he'll be here next time, hopefully. Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing good, Grant. How you, how you doing? It's a pleasure to be on, man. I'm, a, I'm on a superstar channel right now, so, you know. I, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm blessed, you know. It's funny. You, I always think of you the way I saw you in high school. People don't know. Jesse and I went to, went to the same high school. We didn't know each other back then. He was a year older than me. And his senior year, he was the best player on the team that won NCS. So Jesse's still a hero to me. I look up to Jesse like, you're the best. Oh, oh, oh stop it. Oh, oh, stop. Anyway, stop, man. But Play no, Cal. Play yeah, Cal. Anyway, yeah, man. Dragon. Yeah. went to Cal, and I know we're going to talk about Alex Mecca because he was he was there when I was there. So that's, oh. that's crazy. That's, that's tight. Let's talk yeah. about that. First, though, I want to talk about Trey Lance. Um, he looks good. I want to do like an assessment of how he's improved. To me, he's improved in all the coachable ways a quarterback can improve. His footwork looks better. His command of the offense, his decision making. But the wobble's still there. And it's not a big deal, but you can see it. And I wanted to film it in slow motion. A couple of days ago, I did. And again, like Peyton Manning's passes wobbled, but um, I'm not sure he can fix this one, Jesse. I don't know if you have ex experience with this, just being around it. Um, but I, I mean, I mean, I, I don't really have experience, you know, throwing, throwing the ball. Definitely not at that level. But um, be, so you've seen him, you've mm -hmm. been at OTAs, and so I guess you still see, like, what are you seeing from from Trey? I mean, to me, he looks – I really like Trey Lance. He's got the quickness of Kyler Murray, and he's way bigger than Kyler Murray. He's He loves the game. He makes smart decisions. He doesn't force passes. He's mobile, strong-armed. It's just the – and I think he's actually accurate. It's just that he doesn't throw tight spirals. They're not They're not bad, but, like, if like the velocity is good on his throws. The accuracy is good. But if you were to measure spins per minute, I, I don't know if they do that. They do it in baseball. You know what I'm saying? Like on fastballs, curveballs. If they could measure the spins per minute on his, I bet you they're not as – it doesn't spin as quickly as Jimmy's or Brady's or Rodgers. Now, Jimmy doesn't want to throw the ball down the field, so I don't care about how he spins the ball. But you know how they say, like, you know, he, either, he can really spin it or he can't. Trey doesn't really spin it the way Rodgers does or Herbert does or, or Brady does. Now, he throws, throws well. I just don't know if he's ever going to fix it because he, he's been throwing the same – the same way his whole life. And I don't know if you really can fix that part. It, not fix, but change that part. That's kind of ingrained. So, like, you know, with, with the way he's throwing the ball, this OTAs, I mean, you were there last OT, OTAs. You were there in a the training camp. Does it does he, does he it look – it looks the same or does it look a little more clean? Like, like how does his, I guess, mechanics look or the way he just – you know, is, does he look a little more smooth, a little more – like what is it? What is he looking like as, in comparison to last year? I think his footwork is uh, cleaner. I think the ball comes out quicker. But I still think I like the way he played last year. I thought he should have been the starter last year. But I think he basically throws the ball the same way. So let me show you what I'm seeing. I'm going to show you a, a like a 16 second uh, slow motion video, and then I'm going to give you a couple of pictures: him releasing the ball and Brady releasing the ball. So okay. this is the video. This is the video I took. And I'm going to show you in a second what I'm looking at. But I posted this, and what I wanted to do was sort of like crowdsource experts. And I was hoping a coach would call me, and he did. And he was really focused on how Lance finishes the throw. So look mm -hmm. at this is this is Lance finishing a throw. Notice his thumb is down, but also his his pinky's down too. He's releasing it kind of like you would release a fastball or or shoot a basketball, hand down, the wrist action. Now look at Brady. This is from behind. Notice when Brady releases the ball, there's like a full pronation of his hand. Mm -hmm. All the, like his his palm is pointed this way. His pinky's up. His thumb is down. And that extra rotation is really how you get all those revolutions on the ball. Because if you think about it, you're holding the ball here. Hey, let me get rid of this stuff. You're holding the ball here, but when you release, you start rotating your hand, and the last point of contact is the inside part of your index finger. Go. For it. To really get the spin and get a real nice spiral, you pronate your hand all the way around. And I don't really see that 
from Lance. It doesn't mean that he won't be a good quarterback. It's just not how he throws. Let's look at Lance one more time. To me, he gets his spiral. He really whips his arm diagonally across his body. He gets. I think he gets it all from his arm. I don't see like a big, elegant wrist snap the way that you see from Rodgers or um, Brady. And that's just how he throws. Again, look at how it's all very diagonal. Look at his wrist. Look at how he brings his arm all the way across his body. I don't think you see that from Brady. Not that he has to be Brady. But that's just what I think the source of it is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, um, you know, I, I like I like to listen to uh, Chris Sims a lot. And, you know, that's something that he always talks about with Trey Lance is um, the wobble mm-hmm. and, and just like the mechanics of, of throwing. And I mean, I, I, I kind of I feel both sides of the argument in terms of like, can you change? Can you change it? And I, I like he is only 20. Wait, he's 22, 22, 22. Yep. 22. So, I mean. He's definitely not a finished product, and I mm-hmm. just think that, like, you know how you were, um, you were, you were going through the motion of throwing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you want to change something, like you just—that's how you gotta, you gotta start from basics. Like you have mm-hmm. to start from, from the basics. If you any any sport, like if you want to relearn to do something, I think you can. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't I don't buy into like, oh, if you've been doing it this way your whole life, you can't change it. I just feel like you gotta really start slow. Like right. you gotta damn near be. You know, just doing this or whatever, just at a right. real slow pace, like try to get to the fundamentals of, of, of what you need to do. So, you know, um, I mean, yeah, I don't that Chris Sims always talks about his balls being wobbly. But the thing he says is that, you know, the velocity that yep. is coming with really makes it uncatchable because it's coming fast and wobbly as opposed to, you know, like you said, Peyton Manning or anybody else who mm-hmm. every quarterback, you know, they they're not always throwing perfect spirals. So. You know, but I guess with Trey Lance, it's like a hard, wobbly ball. That's what, especially after the, after the Chargers preseason game mm-hmm. last year, I feel like that right. was the game where, you know, it was that was the game where Trey Lance, where where a lot of people thought that Kyle Shanahan wanted Trey Lance to 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 pull away from Jimmy that game, and then he he you know he played that game and he didn't do that good. So um, but yeah, man, I think I think you can change. Mm-hmm. In anything, if you if you really get back to the fundamentals and basics and, and try to start over, it's just a, it's just a new habit you got to try to create. Yeah, you, you what you want to do, what he needs to think is it's like throwing a, a, a screwball. You, you really want your whole hand to go to rotate. It's not what he's doing right now is almost throwing like a cut fastball. And so what's going to happen is his passes are going to move like that's good in baseball. But in football, you don't want movement on your throws. He has movement a little. So it's like the receiver sees the ball, expects it's going to be here. But mid-flight, it might move just a little bit because it's not cutting through the air optimally. And it's going to lead to drops. It did last year. And it's going to lead to dropped interceptions as well, which is a good thing. Right. So again, he could fix it. But you really want to think about throwing it like almost like a screwball. And JT O'Sullivan made a really good video about it. He talks about it. He talks about thinking like you're throwing a screwball. He calls it, uh, what did he say? Um, thumb to thumb to groin. He, although it might, he said he might have said thumb to dick, but it's like that. <laughs> you really want to bring it in. And okay. so if you want to watch trades, JT Silva makes a great video about how to throw a perfect spiral. And Aaron Rodgers was interviewed about the importance of it. And he's like, look, from my experience, it's just your receivers. It'll be easier for them to catch the ball if it's a perfect spiral. So okay, is it a big deal? Maybe not. But it's so how, how, it's a limiting how, factor with him. Okay, and so in terms of you know what you're seeing, like, are you seeing, are you see how many drops are you seeing? Are you seeing a lot of drops? Not yet, not this year. Last year there were a ton. This year so far there was like one, and it one. was uh, it was it was just one. It was Brandon Ayuk. I don't know why he dropped it. Maybe the ball moved and he was surprised. It was a little low. He kind of dropped to his knees and tried to catch it like like this, and it just hit him in the chest and. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So it hasn't happened a lot through two days, but it's been two days. We'll see. Yeah. I'm curious about this guy. I'd like he 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 might be able to fix this. He hasn't done a ton of throwing in his life. Um, but he, I mean, if he's gonna be a top five quarterback in the league, he probably needs to probably needs to fix this because the combination of the velocity plus the wobble is gonna make him one of the harder quarterbacks to catch in the league. Even I if he's on the money. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you on that. Yeah. 
So that was kind of interesting. I don't know. I didn't get the best. I'd like to be right behind him with the slow-mo, but they won't let you that close. So I did the best I could. Let's stick with Trey Lance. Given what I just showed you, given what could be his biggest limiting factor as a pro, do you think he can become a top five quarterback in spite of his lack of perfect spirals? Uh, or do you think he can overcome that and become a top five quarterback? How do you see his career unfolding? Man, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like it's 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 way too for me to even put him up there in the top five range. Like he has to he has to prove he's better than his his rookie class, you know, with the Zach Wilson's, the Trevor Lawrence's, Mac Jones. He has to he he's not even above Justin Fields. He's not even he hasn't proved that he's a better quarterback than than those guys right now. And, and so it, it's just it's so he ha, he's pretty much he pretty much hasn't proven anything really. Um, you know, we see you've seen flashes here and there, but you know, top five, that's that's you know, that's that's franchise Super Bowl, that's you know, that's that's what everybody wants. So, you know, right now is 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 I wish I hope so. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan, so I hope I I would you know that's what I hope for. But you know, I can't I can't I can't see that right right now. I can't I can't see Trey Lance in top five right now. Like I said, he has to to me. Let's let's see who's the best rookie mm -hmm. out the pack. You know, mm -hmm. let's see let's see what um is he better than Mac Jones? Yeah. You know, is is he gonna be better than than those guys? Yeah. And, Jones and, and was the problem last year. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I think he has isn't I'm not saying that he can't or that, you know, it's not you know that you know that he just can't do it, but you know, we get he has to prove it. You you gotta you gotta prove that you could play, that you could start. Is he gonna is he gonna is Jimmy G gonna come back and is he gonna beat out Jimmy G? Like we it's just a lot of unknowns yeah. still in the air. I, I think he does have I, I I've said he has the best skill set I've ever seen. I think he's got just a tremendous collection of talents. But the, the the spiral thing is killing me, and it, I wonder like the best down because he's got this big arm, and you think he's going to be this downfield thrower like Mahomes or Roth, Young Roethlisberger. But I saw Roethlisberger in his prime. I've seen Herbert in person. I've seen Russell Wilson. Those are some great downfield throwers, and there's a special feeling <laughs> you, you get when you see them throw long. It's almost like time stops. You can't hear anything. It's like it's like, it's it's a thing of beauty. You know what I mean? It's like, how did you throw the ball that far, that precisely with that spiral? And very few people in the world can do it. I've seen Roethlisberger do it. I've seen Herbert do it. I don't know if you have to be able to do it to be a top five quarterback, but I don't know if Lance will ever have that. That throw is like, oh my God, how that was beautiful. Like Warren Moon, when we were kids, his throws were just gorgeous. Rogers throws are freaking gorgeous. I don't know if you're ever going to ever really say that about Trey Lance, that he has a gorgeous throw, but the fact that he's so smart, so mobile, so big, uh, it might be a, it might not be a big deal. It's not like Peyton Manning's throws were gorgeous. Yeah, no, I mean that, and I and I I feel like you know leading into the draft the year the year that he got drafted. Mm -hmm. I honestly watching him, you know, I didn't see the vision. I didn't see the vision. I just saw like just you know raw a raw player in terms of you know like I didn't see a natural thrower like I'm not a QB guru but you you think of all those guys that you name Mahomes Russell Wilson whoever it just seems like you know they could throw the ball the natural throwers like they can you know, spin that's it off, they can know, spin I, it they can spin it you know they can and spin they, it yeah and I never you know watching Trey Lance it, it was a lot of accuracy issues from what I saw like mm -hmm. from what I saw just on the on a you know on the college stage it, it just seemed like Okay, like damn, like how he missed that pass, like that was that was just it just is, you know. And like I said, I could I couldn't see the vision, but um, you know, Kyle Kyle Shanahan sees the or I don't know what he sees now, but he saw the vision. Um, but yeah, like just the natural throwing ability to just just to be a thrower, like forget yeah. the running thing, forget all that because the mobile, forget all the strong, all that. Like, can you just are you accurate? Can you throw? Are you a great thrower? Like, you think about Matt Stafford and how he just, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. in, a, in a playoffs, he, he just looks like a skilled yeah. like quarterback is a skillful position, <laughs> you know, it's like a yeah. skill. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's like if you playing, like, I don't know, like, what's a sport where you need a lot of skill? Like, I don't, baseball, like a, a baseball, right? Or something where it's like, damn, like, these, these dudes forget that athletic 
abilities, but like yeah. these dudes are skilled and and I didn't really see that with Trey Lance in terms of throwing the ball, but but you know uh, I think Kyle Shanahan is betting on the person, like right. what type of type of person he is, and can he get better? Can he, um, you know, is he the person the person? Like, is this person gonna work to get better? Does he have what it takes to to get better? So I think that's what he saw. But yeah, yeah. I, I I think Lance is better than Jimmy right now. I think he'll be good. I think he may end up being be- the best quarterback from that class. Like, I'm not big on Zach Wilson. He's not getting good reviews uh, right now. Freaking uh, Trevor Lawrence did nothing his rookie year. Mac Jones is, is nice, but not great. Um, Justin Fields is in a terrible organization. I don't know. I mean, Lance could be the best from this class, but is he ever going to be top five? I don't know. And that's a question the Niners are going to have to really, really think about before they give him a second contract that potentially could be a half a billion dollars. Like he could be great on his rookie deal, but they really got to be honest with themselves about what his ceiling is. And I guess they'll find out over the next few years, of course. But that's that's a whole different question. Like, is he is he a 10 year starter for the 49ers? I don't know about that. There's more I need to see. Should have started last year. Should start this year because I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a particularly high bar, even though he can spin it. He won't throw the ball down the field. Ever since he missed Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl, he's had PTSD. He won't throw the ball down the field. (laughs) I I, I got a question, though. Like, this is kind of off the topic, but. All right, so if if Trey Lance, you know, if he's not if he's not who Kyle Shanahan thought he was, what do you what do you think happens to Kyle Shanahan? It's a good one. I mean, I don't know if if Trey Lance starts this year, next like the next three four years, but the Niners don't give him a second contract and move on. Like, I mean, I think it's okay. Like, isn't that what's happening with Lamar Jackson right now in Baltimore? They haven't really decided what they want to do with Lamar yet. They're sort of on the fence there. So I mean the Niners, but, but Lamar was an MVP though, you know. That's like, true. That is true. Like like, like if, if Trey's MVP, then Kyle did a good pick. That's a good point. Yeah, no, I, I would have to say that Kyle's reputation is highly tied to Lance. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. And you hear you, when you ever you ask Kyle, uh, can you fix accuracy? He's like, you know, I can sort of like work on your footwork to get you sort of aligned with your target. That's that's the right answer. There's not there's nothing Kyle can do for Trey about finishing his throws with more of a wrist snap and more pronation. Like that's, that's on Trey to go to Tom house and work on that as much as he can and, and try to make that muscle. Memory. Like you need to really do that 10,000 times as soon as possible. Right. I mean, you know? I've heard, I heard Steve young when he was uh, talking, he said either, you know, just with ac- being accurate and, and he said, he feels like Trey Lance um, is smart enough. Like, it's not like he has a processing problem where it's like, you don't know where to go with the ball or anything like that, but it's, you know where to, where to go with the ball, but can you get it there? Right. And, and that is, you can't really teach that either. Either you have it or you don't. And, and so like, that's the part that I'm, that's the part that I, I don't, I, I need to see that. I need to see like, can you do the, can you do the basics? Like, like, yes, Jimmy G he's, you know, he's, you know, we need to upgrade, Niners need to upgrade from Jimmy G. But at the end of the day, at least he was able to, you know, do the easy stuff sometimes. You know, yeah. or he, I mean, he wasn't a bad quarterback. Jimmy G wasn't a bad quarterback. But you, but I guess my point is with Trey Lance, like, it, it seems like it's, like it's hectic. You know, it's hectic. And then, you know, you might get a big splash play. But what about all the other, you know, 90% of the snaps you're taking? Like, you know, can, can you just get the ball from point A to point B smoothly? Yeah. See, to me, I'm seeing a guy who's doing that much better. Like he hesitated last year. He was the slowest to get the ball out of his hands last year. And I think some of that was complicated offense rookie. Now to me, he's getting the ball out of his hands much quicker. I'm not timing him. It just, it just seems that way. It, this is, it's just this one thing. It's like, man, you're a professional quarterback and you don't throw great spirals. It's kind of amazing, right? You do everything else. Great. You do literally everything else off the charts, run process, lead, work hard, can't throw a spiral though. <laughs> can't throw. So I don't know. I mean, is that going to hold him back from the top 10 quarterback? Maybe, maybe not. It didn't hold back Peyton Manning. We could just leave it at that, but it's definitely something he should be working on. It's, it's how he can become 1% better. Like I'm saying, as you, are you seeing some like big ducks or something? Like what, what are you seeing? When he misses, he misses by a lot. Okay. So, I just feel like he can't, like Steve said, he can't put the ball where he wants every time. Although, I mean, he completed 
18 to 21 in his first practice I saw, and he was nine of 14 in his second. So he's not a liability. You know what I'm saying? It's just he could be better. Right. And I mean, this is when you notice the wobble, you're not, your eyes aren't playing tricks on you. It's really there. Right. But the thing is about like right now, you know, they in t shirts and shorts. So, you know, when that, when that, when that, when it's live, even in training camp, it's not going to be live. But once it's like preseason or the season, when you get that real rush and that adrenaline gets to going, then, you know, how is that? Is he just going to be firing, firing it out there? Like, you know, is it like, I feel like, yeah, so that, that I, that's the part that's going to be um, – I'm, I'm interested to see, though. Honestly, I'm interested to yeah. see because this is this is uh, Shanahan's quarterback. And, you know, I think Shanahan can, you know, do things. I mean, like he did with Jimmy. We It's not like, a, you know, he had Mahomes back there or somebody back there who – like he had to make plays around Jimmy. So I just feel like he's going to do that with Trey Lance. And Trey Lance has a, you know, more – a bigger upside. But – um. You know that's not always going. You know that's not always going to work. And, and so, yeah. can he do the easy stuff when that rush is coming? What, I think what Trey's going to win a lot of games, especially on that rookie deal. But the question is, is he going to be worth that fifty million dollar a year contract? Because to be worth that, you got to be pretty much flawless. I mean, you got to be elite. If you have any any flaws in your game, you're not going to be able to carry your team making all that money. So hey, what did you think about um? Uh, that Rich Gangrillo, that interview he did when he was, did you, it, that, that seemed he like he really nice wasn't feeling it. Huh? He had nothing nice to say about Trey Lance. And this, I was just like, damn, like that, that was, that was interesting to me. And then I remember hearing something about like when Mike McDaniel first, when he first got his job with Miami, I think Rich, he was on a Rich Eisen show and Rich Eisen was asked him, like, <clears throat> he asked him, you know, what do you think about Trey Lance? And then Mike McDaniels, like, you know, he, he basically, he, 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 he was like, he what did he say? He said, he said like, you know, what I saw, <laughs> he said, what I saw wasn't the finished product. So I can't really make that judgment. And I'm, you know, I was just like, I'm like, okay, but like, you didn't see, you, that's all you could give. Like, it, it just didn't seem like, like there was a lot of, from those two guys who left the building, I feel like if you leave, you could like be like, man, this dude was like, he's yeah. gonna be crazy. Like he's yeah. like, you better watch out. Like no, he's. Yeah. I seen some stuff, and it was from both those guys. It was kind of like they seem underwhelmed, to say the least. No, well, we'll see. We shall see. Uh, I'm gonna come back to you, Sven. Hold on. Invading robot says uh, it could be that the Niners coaches see the wobble, but this offseason they wanted Trey to work on other things like footwork and accuracy. You probably can't work on everything at once. Maybe next year. Yeah, perhaps. Or that's just how he throws. I mean, get Peyton Manning through with a wobble. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Sven says, off topic, but what do you think of the Warriors' final so far, and do you think they're going to beat Boston? Uh, I, barely, I mean, I watched the game a little bit yesterday, but um, I, I think I think they could do it. But but I, I, I ain't going to lie. I didn't really watch. I, I know Boston is tough. What do you think? I mean, Curry looked great. Uh, Draymond looked old. Clay looked old. Jordan Poole can't defend anyone. Kawan Looney's a good player. Like, I don't know if they got it, man. I mean, Boston looks good. They good. They it's one. Good. It was only one game, though. But yeah, that, yeah. that was important. Game ones are important, though. They are. You know, I kind of just wrote it off. I, I kind of just thought, like, okay, they're gonna they're gonna win. But I was like, damn, they they really didn't win. Draymond usually like. He's great because some team has some center that can't shoot or run, and Draymond just, just destroys him in the post and then runs him off the court. Like, you can't do that with Al Horford. Al Horford's really athletic, too, and he can shoot, and he'll pull you out of the lane, and all of a sudden Draymond's just two for 12. Okay. But Jordan, Jordan Poole need to do his thing, too, though. Like, okay. I, I feel like Jordan Poole, he, he came on strong, and he kind of been falling off a little bit. Yeah. This might be the end of this. I mean, they made it to the finals, but I don't know. Boston just looks younger, better. We'll see. Their defense is probably hungrier, honestly. Yeah. All right, moving on. Alex Mack retired, and the Niners starting center, at least for now, is a guy named Jake Brendel. Now, I don't know how much you know about Jake Brendel. I didn't know that much. I assumed he was like 23. No, he's almost 30. He's been in the league for a while. He started three games as center few years ago for Miami since then he's played six snaps and whenever you whenever anyone would ask John Lynch Kyle Shanahan about what's the plan at center 
like, oh, we got a lot of guys. And they would keep mentioning freaking Jake Brendel. And I want to be like, who? Sorry, Jake. <laughs> but you don't have a big track record. And this guy is first in line. Uh, does that concern you? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's center, man. This O-line stuff, it's kind of like, you know, I it's it's so hard to really notice centers and you know they they're you know they're the, like the brain trust. They're like the you know, they're the smart O linemen. They're the ones who really the cere- cerebral guys, but I don't know, just snap the ball, get the plays called right. Um, I mean Alex Mack, I know he I I you know, everybody talked about how well he did this year, but it was like like who was really seeing like it wasn't like you just you just like it was like Trent Williams. Like you saw what Trent Williams was doing. You see, you see what these guys are doing. Um, hopefully, hopefully, Mr. Jake Brindle. Hopefully, he can hold his own. I, I can you just, just don't mess it up. You know, just don't, just don't, just right. don't be on the highlights. Just don't, right. don't like you know, just don't be on the highlights. I mean, I don't just even snap like, to the quarterback. Yeah, snap it to the quarterback. I mean, the year they, the Niners went to the Super Bowl. Like who was the center? Because uh, what's the name? Somebody got hurt. In Garland. Garland. So like I don't know too much about him. Like I don't yeah. honestly I don't really know what I I don't even know what his number is. And, and, and so you know I just I just feel like centers. You know I'm I'm probably disrespecting the O line play and the centers, but just 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 snap it. Just make the right calls. Um, you know, and, and I think it's the rest of the unit hopefully could build off of one another. But really, guard. Like the Niners' guard. attitude as well. I mean, they're not going to move Daniel <laughs> Brunskill there. They're taking some guy. Sorry, they're taking Jake Brendel, who has some experience, and they're like, he's good enough. Fine. Yeah, that's amazing to me. I mean, I, I, you would think they would have drafted a center. Maybe they really like Donovan West. Maybe they're secretly saying, like, look, we're not going to say anything. We're going to let Jake Brendel sort of like be the vet who shows everyone the ropes. But this undrafted free agent has a shot. That's a center. That's a center. Yeah, Donovan he went to Arizona State. A lot of people thought the Niners were going to draft him in round three. He went undrafted. They signed him. A lot of people are excited about him. We'll see. It could happen. It yeah, could happen. but I, I mean, it seems like they've been known about Alex Mack because, yeah. you know, hearing Kyle Shanahan throughout those press conferences, he he would. I I just remember him saying like, you know, uh, that's for Alex. Alex, like we kind of know, and Alex is we're we're going to let Alex. Like it, it kind of made it seem like we we gonna let Alex make the announcement of what he's gonna do, right? And yeah, so we want to announce his his retirement for him. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what it felt like. Um, so that seems like they would have known. Like it, it, it shouldn't have blindsided them. Um, but yeah, man, center. Like you know, hopefully one of these guys could just get in there and, and take the take take over and, and do and do decent. In retrospect, that three-year deal the Niners gave Alex Mack probably was not smart. I mean, it's they gave him a three-year it. deal. They gave him a three-year deal. He retired after one year, and they never and they haven't replaced him. In retrospect, maybe they drafted center last year. I mean, I, I guess the, the Niners really thought they were going to win the Super Bowl last year. They brought a bunch of vets in. They gave it one last chance. Now they're going young. But in retrospect, man, that didn't work out. You went to college with Alex Mack. Do you know him? What's he like? Yeah, he was um he was like I didn't know him that closely, but he was um just like like a hard worker, like one of those guys that was just like run through all the drills, like you know, just just everything just is intense, full speed, like you know, if you like just like his when they talk about the sweating thing, that that for sure that stood out. Like he just was always just just pants was just drenched like that this kind of nasty but uh but yeah that's what he I talked know, about I, that on the Niners yeah that, that's quarterbacks what are like it's disgusting yeah it was it was just like it just was like everybody's everybody sweats and their pants gonna be wet but like his was just on a different level but from what I remember from him he was just like the the standard like the the guy who works hard and who's gonna you know who's just that guy like he that's who he was that's who he like a pro back then basically yeah I see. That's interesting. And you, everyone could kind of tell he that he was going to be first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't know if he was going to, like, I didn't know, because you don't know too much about, like, centers. Like, like even back then, like, centers, I don't know, like, like right. back then, we was there with, like, Marshawn and Deshaun, and, like, you know, they was going to be, like, 
Yeah. All right, they're going to be something. Like, they're going to be – but, like, with, with Alex Mack, I just knew that he was, like, like a team leader, captain type type guy. So, you know, I didn't know where he was going to go. Leader. Yeah, he he really was, though. So, you know. Project Mack says, was, how was Brady spiraled in his first year starting compared to trade to change from year one to three? I don't know. Good question. That's a fair question. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Mike got the gun says the way Mike S ran the, uh, off with RG three with the quarterback option, play action to help disguise RG three weaknesses in the pocket, as well as other mechanics can be exactly what Kyle does at the trade, but can't stress this enough. He's only 22. Yeah. They're going to do all that stuff. They're going to put him in, in position to be successful. I think he's going to win a lot of games. I do. I just don't know how many spirals he's going to throw. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So big question mark at center, big question mark at nickel. For now, the starter is Darquez Denard. They're rotating people in, but hey, that's the that's the guy that came in on, on the Rams game last year. Yeah, he played a little that's, bit. Yeah, that's like at the when um when who who got hurt? Somebody Dante Johnson got hurt, right? Yep, Denard came in. Yep, yep, yeah. I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't really see any. Like, I didn't see anything. But what is like? Well, who's been starting with the ones that you that you've seen in OTAs? Him, Denard. Him. I just want to say, like point out, he was a first round pick. He's almost thirty one. He's thirty, I think. Ooh. And, and uh, <laughs> he was on the Colts practice squad, and they released him from their practice squad last year. Then he went to another practice squad. I forget which one, and they also released him. The Niners signed him to their practice squad, and then called him up, gave him a contract this year. He was released from practice squads twice last year. Like teams were like, "There's someone else we want to develop instead of you." That's Gotta be alarming. Gotta be alarming. I can't imagine yeah. Darquez Denard is going to start for the Niners at, at nickel. Can't yeah, I, I heard um, D'Amico when they, I think when they brought him up, and like I think one thing he said was like one of the best things he does is um, talk to the younger players. So it's like, okay, well, maybe you know that like that doesn't sound like oh he's he's about to be that guy. Like no. like no, he's a good locker room guy. Like he's a good guy to you know have on on the squad. I heard the same thing and interpreted it the same way. So here's how I here's how I interpret the Denard thing. One, it does not speak well for Diamador Lenard. Year two, round five guy. Look at Talanoa. He's starting at strong safety. Diamador was drafted in the same round. He had a lot of buzz early on. And ever since then, the Niners have shown no confidence in him. And he's backing up a dude who was on their practice squad last year. So that's not good for him. But also, I think it means that probably they hope they're a rookie the fifth round pick this year, Sam Womack takes the job. And I think it's kind of their thing. They don't like to make rookie fifth round pick starters in OTAs. You kind of have to earn it, but I think they're sort of hoping maybe that he earns it by August, September. Guess it. Womack. What, what have you seen from him? I mean, he's okay. Uh, he was a rookie. Honestly, what they need to do. I don't know how long it's going to take him to figure it out, but they need to put Mosley at nickel. Because their three best corners are Mosley, Traverius Ward, and Ambry Thomas. Ambry's good. I like Ambry. I thought he improved a lot, and I don't think you want to just bury him. He needs to continue to play and improve. And I think Mosley's, I mean, he's 5'11, 190. Is he too, is he, is that, is, is he not big enough to play nickel? Yeah, no, he can play nickel. I mean, I mean, the nickel is more so, yeah, if you have the, if you have an attitude like to come up and tackle, like you, you don't have to be that, that big. Um, I think he does. I've seen that from Mosley. Yeah. I mean, he gets hurt though. That's the only. That's thing. That's the thing, yeah. When he gets yeah. hurt, but um, but yeah, that nickel because K one like you know that kind of hurts. But K one was, I feel like K one has been declining. Like you know, he was. It's like K one. I put him like in Richard Sherman, kind of the same. Like, you, yeah, when they out there, it's like all right, they they are gonna, they're 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 gonna make some plays, and they're they you know they they have confidence in terms of you know they've seen a lot of football, they know how to play probably much better than the rookies, but they just a step slow, a little step behind. And that's kind of how I was seeing K1, like, you know, especially in, in the passing game. Like, I, I feel like he was, you know, like man-to-man. -man. Like, I, I feel like he was um, – he just was a step slow. But um, but who was going to replace him? He was. He was. He was. And that's why I think Bozzi would be an upgrade over K1 in terms of man-to-man -man coverage in the slot. Yeah, I mean, they got to find somebody or or just figure out what they're going to do. I mean, I think at the end of the day, though, if you have a good pass rush, then you you don't need nothing crazy. But, but yeah, it's just figuring out 
you know, the best, the best three, three corners essentially who's going to be on the field. Cause, um, you know, and, and, and hopefully, um, Verrett, man, like, like, that's like, I know they not counting on that, but that would, that would, that's kind of like, if, if that could, if he could come back, that would be, that would be great. But is he, is he running out there? What is he doing? I haven't seen him running yet. I haven't seen him running yet, but I'll have to watch that. I've saw him watch practice. He's there. Well, did not, you know him growing up? Or did no, you know I never, him? No, I never, never knew him. I just knew him when he was coming out of TCU, like everybody okay. else. All right. Look, here's the thing, though. With, with with slot, like, if you don't have a good – if you have a bad nickel, that slot receiver is going to be open right away, and your pass rush isn't going to get there. You're going to have guys like, you know, not – Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, those guys, those guys get open instantly if you can't cover. Cooper Cup. Instantly. Yeah, man. So uh, you got to have, you don't have to have the best slot guy, but you you just got to hold up for a few seconds. Just hold up for a few seconds. That's all we need. Thank you. But uh, so that's, 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 that'll be, you know, I I do like D'Amico, and I think that, um, you know, they talk about uh, teaching technique. And so I feel like, you know, they could, they could, they could make it work. Like, you know who who really has like, you know, out of all the teams, who has like who's the Rams nickel? Like you know they got they have um, like who has like just shut down nickel? So the thing about I the Rams is they can put Jalen Ramsey wherever. Yeah, they, they got yeah they got Jalen, so they could put he him. He can everywhere. do whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, nice. but, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I guess like you know I just feel like you need somebody who'll be solid. That's all you solid. need somebody solid because you don't we don't have you don't have a Jalen Ramsey. We don't have we don't we just don't have Niners don't have right. that so. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They've never had that, honestly. So, and all I would say is respectfully, respectfully, Darquez Denard. I, I, I'd be surprised if he's a solid nickel, and I'd be surprised <laughs> if Jake Brendel's a solid center. The coach says center is a lot more important than what you guys are making it out to be. Kind of sad, honestly. You're right, and again, you can't have a liability at center. 2020, they had Hronis Grasso starting at center, and that was a big problem, a big problem. So yeah. if, if they just get someone who's solid, I'm just skeptical that Jake Brendel's that guy, personally. Yeah. It seems so interesting how the Niners don't care, though, this year. They're like, we'll figure it out. You know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wonder I wonder what those conversations are, though, because, I mean, yeah. you've got to think they do. This is – they do care. Like, you got to think that they, they livelihood their livelihoods are on the line, and a guy like Shanahan seems like he's – you know, maps out things and, and the, you know, so it's like, what is, you know, what is the plan? What's up? I, th- I feel like last year they felt urgency to make the playoffs. I think they felt they can't miss the playoffs. What would it be? Four times in five years that someone might get fired. I think they, I think they might've felt like the hot seat a little bit. So they made the playoffs. They went to the NFC championship game. No one's getting fired if Trey Lance misses the playoffs in his first year as a rookie. So I think they all kind of taking a deep breath and they're like, look, if this is the year that we got to start some inexperienced guys and sort of take our lumps and go with the growing pains, this is the year to do it. It should have been last year, but I think they felt we got to make the playoffs. So now it's this year. You're starting an inexperienced quarterback, an inexperienced left guard, an inexperienced center, an inexperienced nickel. I mean, it's just like five or six or seven starting positions. They're like, whatever, let's figure it out. It'll be good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the pressure might not be as intense because because we have a rookie quarterback, but but you know how these NFL seasons go, and like once you start losing and how you lose, then everybody gets to start talking, and you know, I, I feel like You're right you could, back on the hot seat. Exactly, and yeah. I feel like these coaches, you know, their their jobs aren't really unless you Belichick, and even with him, like he like you know he he made it to the playoffs this past year, but. I just feel like if you yeah, if, if you go, start if we go six and eleven this year, people are gonna be like, "Hey, maybe Belichick's lost it." Exactly, he's yeah. older. Yeah, you know, Brady's not there. Like it's time for a new whatever. You know, whatever you want to say. But I just feel like these coaches can never get too comfortable, especially like the NFL. Like there's nothing like these NFL seasons and how week to week how intense the the pressure is, and, and I mean, you know right. how loud it. Is. If the Niners miss the playoffs this year, imagine what the conversation will be next year. Next offseason about Kyle, about Trey. It'll be tough. Oh, yeah. It'll be tough. Oh, yeah. Area Baller 18 says, come phone tomorrow. You bet. Absolutely. Of course. All right, last topic. You wanted to ask me about the vibe in the building since the incident. Yeah, man. The, since the famous, the infamous incident, man. What, like, yeah, what's, what's, like, 
Hey, I just, you know, I'm chilling. I'm laying back. I'm I'm on Twitter. You know, I see I see you going in on on the, you know, the first tweet. Then you know, I'm like, okay. Then the then the night time the 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 call the call in happens, and then then the next was it the next day when the next Pat day. Mac Pat McAfee. Mm, couple days later, couple days couple, later. I mean, when, later. when Pat McAfee was talking about it, like it was like a twenty-minute segment, and then they yeah. know you got all the players, the, all the players coming out, and yeah. you know. So what's you know, this was your first week back. Yeah, yeah. What? So like, yeah, you seen? You ran into anybody? You bumped into anybody? What's up? Yeah. So like, I was sort of expecting like halfway that Niner fan that the the players were going to be like outside picketing. Say, do not let him in. I mean, just based on the reactions on social media, I thought it was going to be a whole confrontation, but nothing happened. Now, something might happen in the future because I wasn't in the locker room. I just want to point that out. They won't open that up for the media until they cut down to 53 players. And once I get in that locker room, things could happen. Things could be said. And I'm, I'm prepared. But that didn't happen. And you know what? I'm not surprised in retrospect. I didn't walk next to anyone. They're practicing. Dude, they got work to do. I'm just a distraction, essentially. I'm I just mean, I hope I, I hope yeah. that you know. I would yeah. hope that their focus is not, yeah. you know, on what what you're talking about and, and being angry right. at you. But um, but yeah, man, that's that is like so when you say you're prepared. So when you when that door is open, that the locker room is open, what are what are you mentally preparing yourself for? Someone's gonna yell at me. Maybe more <laughs> than one. Maybe more than one player. Uh, again, no one's going to touch me. Right, right. No ruin their career over me. I don't want to ruin anyone's career, but people are going to yell at me. Players right. Yell at me. And some guys might say it respectfully, walk up to me and say, what, what the fuck? Other guys right. might yell it across the room. And, you know, my, my attitude is, say what you got to say. Because I said it publicly about whatever I said that you, about you that you didn't like, I said it publicly. So go ahead and say it now. Right. Even the score. That's cool. That's fine. Just don't yeah. touch me. <laughs> right. Don't touch me, it will be cool. So I think that's pretty much what I'm prepared for. And I'm not gonna fight back. I mean, if I right. need to say something, I'll say it publicly, right? For sure. Well, well, all right. So all right, so throughout this whole process, right? Like, what do you think? Honestly, like, well, all right, you're a human being, and when you what has been the hardest part for you from this whole thing? Man, a lot of people that don't know me think they know me nationally because of this using TMZ, and how many people think I'm like a really bad person? That yeah. I'm going around my job trying to ruin like 23-year-olds' lives. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I never wanted to get Javon Kinlaw in trouble. Uh, I never – I like my job. I'm not trying to retire or take someone's money. Like, I make my own money, and I'm proud of that. So that's weird. Like, a bunch of people think I'm like a – like, not only do I try to ruin people's lives, but I like dehumanize people in my coverage. And no one gave, like, any examples of me doing that. And it's like, hold on, what do I say that's so different from, like, Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless or anyone? All of a sudden, people are just like, yeah, I don't really agree with Grant's style. He kind of dehumanizes players. Like, wait a second, I just call it like yeah. I see it. If a guy's good, I'll say it. If a guy's bad, I'll say it. I don't think that dehumanizes them. I mean, and it's like, man, it's – and, yeah, dehumanizing, that's a – that's a – that's a – I feel like that's a – what's the it's word? That's word. like a trigger – yeah, trigger yeah. word, like where it's yeah. like, all right, we get into something else, but it's like – I mean, we're talking, we talking about the NFL. We're talking about professional football, and this yeah. – the NFL is as big as it is is because of, you know, all these opinions. It's just – and it's like that's a part – it's a part of it, man. I, that's what I've been trying to – like when players right. get up – and I understand because I feel like – you know, they're young, you know, they're in the early 20s. Yeah. And, you know, they, I, I just feel like, um, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I, I can understand, like, you know, if, if so, if somebody says something that you don't like about something that, you know, your job or whatever, they, I can understand being like, oh, I don't like Grant. Like, I don't like, he talking yeah, about me. Yeah, you know, I, but I, I, that's cool. That's, I understand that. That's, that's understandable. And I'm not in for them to like me. That's, that's totally fair. Don't like me. That's fine. Yeah, but, you know, when, but it's a part of the, like, you, but you get paid all this money. These players, you get you get all this attention. That's a part right. of it. You're going to have people right. criticize you. You like so, it when the media praises you, right? You like you like, like when you get your when you get your when you get your flowers when you get the yeah. you know when you get all these other opportunities with your platform, uh -huh. but it just it's it's not like they don't I, I maybe I don't it's just like a false understanding of the reality of of what they're in like it's not just 
you're gonna get criticized, period. And it's and then you know they're gonna be like, oh, he never played football. That's most people who cover this thing don't play football. Most people right. who watch never played football. Exactly. When you sign up to play in the NFL, whether you realize it or not, you're signing up to be a topic of conversation. People want to talk about you all the time. And, and you know, players who are first-round picks, you're going to get more of it. You're just going to get more scrutiny. If, if, if you haven't produced yet, people are going to talk about it. If you have produced, people are going to talk about it. I mean, if you just want to play football and have no one talk about you, there are options. You could go to Canada. You could play in the arena. Fo- I mean, if, you, if that's what you want, just, just play for the love of the game no. and get talked about, you can do that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, man. But no, it is crazy though. But yeah, I, you know what? So with all the players, like, cause I remember, like, Kittle has said something, and I feel like you and Kittle kind of had like a good little rapport. So now, what? What's up? What, now, what's going we'll on? See, so, what's funny is like that? I was expecting it, there was there was practice, and then there was the uh, the post game, the the post practice press conferences. I was ready for a player to say something like, for either for me to ask a question or a player to straight up ignore it. Or for a player to go to the podium and say, before I begin, I just want to say I'm not going to answer any questions if Grant comes in the room. And then I would have been like, all right, cool. I'm out. Fine. Fair enough. I'll get the quotes another way. I was prepared for that. But they brought out Jeff Wilson Jr., super nice guy. Didn't do that. Talanoa Funga, super nice guy. Didn't do that. I mean, they brought out a bunch of nice guys. I don't know. I mean, maybe if Eric Armstead came out that day, he would have done that. Maybe Kittle will do Maybe that's ha- Maybe that's waiting for me. It might be. We'll see. Uh, but I, I just really feel like, like you said, like, what do you say? Like, I'm, I'm, I don't read everything, and I don't, you know, watch all the videos. But like, what do you? I, I, you know, you, 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 you say, you know, if somebody's not playing good, and you know, you, you might be, you be funny about it, and, but like, what do you say that like is really, like, to the point to where people want to black or like the players like you think would want to like, like, no, I'm, I'm about to protest essentially. Yeah. I, it's surprising to me. I mean, what they're mad about is a joke I said. Where I, someone asked, like, were you afraid when when uh, the incident happened? And I was like, nah, I knew I wasn't going to get physically. Oh, assaulted. yeah, no, that part. Like, yeah, I, that part. He wasn't going to ruin his career in front of And people thought he, like, Armstead was posting the video like I was seriously trying to ruin players' careers. Like, come on, man. You're going to cancel me over a, a joke that you're trying to make out to be serious? Hey, and, and even, even like, all right, let's not, let's not, let's. I mean, I'm pretty sure you were joking, but like, even if like, all right, somebody's asking you if you was worried about if a big dude was finna come confront you. I mean, it, to me, it's a reasonable response to be like, I don't think he's gonna touch me because if he does touch me, then then I could do some things. Like, I'm yeah, not obviously want to. not that I like, want. You know, yeah. his career's over if he punches out a reporter in front of hundreds of people. I mean, like, come on, everyone knows that. He knows that. I know that. The whole world knows that. That's why I was chilling. Now, if we just met. You know, and no one was around. I'd be like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you want that. I don't think I you don't want that." No, nah, that's a whole different situation. Yeah, yeah, man. But I don't, you know, it's just like anything with the, you know, with the internet and you know, people, people have their opinions. So you know, it is what it is because you know, it's it's just the people's opinions. And I guess yeah, the players. Like I said, I understand. Like if I was a player, like and you know, somebody was talking about me, I I could I you know. I can understand why they take it personal, even yeah, though it's. I, I can't take criticism. I hate criticism. I would hate. I would hate someone who said I was a bad football player. I hate him. Right. So I get I like that. Him. Yeah. You I know, that. and I get that. But you know, so it does. I guess it's just a part of it. So you know, but but yeah, I just wanted to see, you know, what what it was, and I'm honestly wondering, like, what you know, if Kyle Shanahan had like a meeting with the whole team about you or something, like you know, if they, or or what if. You know what? What is if Kyle Shanahan? I know he had to talk to Kinlaw at least, or somebody, or something. Like, what is, what is his whole stance on how he's or the PR director or the GM? Wouldn't you basically say like, dude, any any energy you guys put into Grant Cohn is too much energy? Oh, for sure. I I mean, I would for sure. I'd be like, man, don't like. I would tell him like what we were talking about. Like, this is a part of the job description. Like, you you will have people that talk about you, not not just him, but like. I mean, and it's like not just you. It's literally like every people talk about Eric Armstead all the time, but I guess yeah. it's because you're credentialed that makes it yeah. different. I guess yeah. you know because people talk have talked about him a lot. You know, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. But um, you know, I was just tell, like I like it's really to me. It's like all right, 
but I guess maybe the for the team, the good thing is like everybody came together and kind of, you know, galvanized. Yeah, I mean, definitely have his back for sure. That's a great right. thing. But at right. the same time, probably the best thing is to just move on and not let this become a huge distraction because I'm not trying to be a distraction. I'm just trying to go there, watch practice, say who look good, say who look not so good, come home and put some furniture in my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying for to move sure. on in my life too. For sure, man. And like how I texted you, I keep doing the same thing, man. Don't don't get don't go soft on me because because it, it hey, is look, players. Last year, Jimmy Ward told me on this show, he said, "Keep being an asshole." So look, I'm just doing what Jimmy Ward told me to do. <laughs> he told you me know, just because because you got you know you got people as long as as long as you got some people who like what you're doing and you got people who follow your your platform. Like I said, you're not doing nothing. You're not doing anything that's like that's whatever bad i don't know what what what's the word i'm trying to say you're not doing anything that's like really harmful yeah, you know no. you're just covering the sport in an entertaining fashion yeah. that's that's and that's giving the fans what me? they want it's Give hard the fans to tell what they people want. like george kittle and eric arms is like dude this is what your fans want to hear i'm so sorry but this is i mean i would think that george kittle like i've seen him on i think i feel like he would have a little bit more understanding because i feel like he's i don't know hearing him on podcasts he seems to like get the position that he's in, and you know it you just, just understands. Armstead and Kittle have personal grudges against me. Personal. Armstead's been doing this yearly with me for years because I, I said thought, that the but you and Kittle, I know, I know, I know Armstead, but I thought you and Kittle. Kittle, was like, Kittle, and his agent are mad because I broke the story of his second contract. I had the that it was that it was the date that it was going to. I had the numbers wrong, but I had the date correct, and they were very upset about that. They wanted pardon my take to break that story. And I did. So it's personal. Sorry. And they try to make it seem like I'm, you know, unprofessional and that I should have my credential taken. Like people with millions of dollars trying to take my livelihood for me. First of all, they can't because I have this YouTube channel and people will support me one way or another. But it's pretty weak. Pretty weak. Anyway, they didn't say anything yeah. to me. They probably will at some point, but pretty weak. Yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, I'm be, it'll be interesting. Like, you know, keep the fans posted on, yeah. on how that's going. You know, we want we to know. I'll let you know. Sacramento Mike says RP Nipsey Hustle RP season no center. There's time. They could they could cut Jimmy Garoppolo today. Signs JC Treader. There's time and there are options. We'll see. El Jefe says asked for an interview and got one. Number uh, life of a reporter throwing a positive reinforcement. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but, I, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Um, I think that's all the super chats we have. Let me see. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes, sir. Good show. I appreciate you asking me about the vibe. In the that was a good show, man. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. yeah let's do it again, man. We got we to gotta do it again. Hopefully my cousin, um, he, he kind of be moving and grooving. He's in Philly right now. So, okay. um, but yeah, man. We, we next gonna, time I don't sound like I'm in a bathroom, um, I'm in an empty room. Hopefully I'll have some stuff in here to get rid yeah, of get you Get you some furniture. Make make the house a home. But, but that's yeah. what's up. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Jesse, good stuff. All right, man.